obviously we can all agree if this sport's going to make as much money as it does, like the players and those that are entertaining us, they deserve money. Like we can all acknowledge that. But can we also acknowledge like there needs to be like this this idea that like Lane had a comment on during his press conference. He pointed out, you know, part of their success in recruiting is recruiting guys that they lost out on the first time around. He's like, yep. He's like, coach, you know, I, I'm going to go do this first, but if it doesn't work out, I'll come, uh, you know, I'll come join up with you, which kind of ignores the quiet part, which is, hey, here's what he really said. Coach, they're giving me more money this time. I'm going to go there. If I don't like it there, I'll get paid again by you. And that's fine. Like, we, we acknowledge that. But can't we, also, can't we also agree that there probably needs to be a better system than this? I think there probably needs to be a better system. Um, and this is what happens when you let the fans – pay for your roster correct um yes you know that's they, they've left it up to the fans to pay for their workforce uh and so this is the the world we get in but i also think it was uh, some a couple coaches made some important comments lately and and one came from billy napier now i'm not saying billy napier's flying high right now uh he's not but but i did think he made a good point at a signing day press conference he said I think we're going. The market's going to settle, and we're going to figure out the value of of, of each of players a little bit. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe this is a runaway train, and things are just soaring. Um, but I do. I mean, you've seen you know Nick Saban reportedly made comments about when you know one of the players on his roster tried to leverage Alabama for more money. They said, "There's the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. You think you can get more money? Go go ahead." You know, when a recruit. Remember, he also to told a kid five hundred that was trying to like uh, use an Alabama bid. No, sir, we don't. We don't do that. You earn your money here. To which I was like, That's right. "Show me who the kid was," because there's, I guarantee you, he didn't want him. If he did, he would have paid. Well, but that's true, right? But but I yeah. think that's important. Like, you know, right. maybe there are some guys that you feel are worth X number of dollars. Sure. And in fairness, there there certainly are, and there are some can't miss recruits who are probably worth some big bucks. Uh, but I do think some of this is going to settle in, and you know what happens when we when we see you know that ten million dollar five star quarterback fizzle out and he's sitting on the bench. I don't buy that the coach is going to cave to the collective, and and the collective is going to say, hey, we we paid ten million dollars for that guy. You have to play him. The coach wants to keep his job. He doesn't care about boosters' money that that went into uh, prospects' pocket. He wants to win his job. I believe the coach is going to play. The, the guy he thinks he, he needed to win his win games and keep his job. So I do think some of this will, will settle in, but, but to an extent, like when you have the fans play, pay your workforce, this is what you're left with. No. And I think that's going to be the interesting aspect of, is that going to change? Because right now the strategy of, well, now we're, we're using, we need politicians to come save us. It's like, Oh my God! Uh, you got a better strategy because they ain't going to do that. No, they're both going to kick you while you're down, Correct. and that's that's what they've been doing is scoring cheap points, right? Piling on, uh, yes, yes, by by kicking the NCAA when it's when it's down. But but you've not heard any solutions come oh. out of Washington. I don't I don't think you're going to hear any bipartisan solutions come out of Washington. I mean that would there's nothing in it for shocking. them. No, there's there's not. Um, and the, the, the solution has to come from within. And, the, and, and the, the silly thing about the whole Washington argument is, like, 
it's not like this came out of left field. Right. They had time to prepare for this. I mean, those uh, when it was California and Florida were passing the state laws legalizing NIL within their states, that wasn't, hey, we're flipping the switch on this thing tomorrow. Um, that was, we're, we're setting this date out into the future where we're telling you this is happening. Uh, whether you like it or not, this is now the law of our state. Uh, and then they won an important Supreme Court decision uh, that helped back that up. And so it's like, you know, when everybody who's getting paid to solve these things is, is, is sitting there looking around for help, it's like, no one's going to help you because this is your job. Correct. It's not their job to help you. It's your job. So it, for all the, the moaning and grumbling about this, they have the power to, to make the changes. But you have to make the changes within the new law of the land. We're not going backwards. We're not overturning Supreme Court decisions. Uh, we're not stuffing state legislatures uh, in, into the closet. You know, the stuff, this is the landscape. And if you want to massage it in a way that's within the bounds of the law, okay, let's, let's hear some ideas. But, you know, turning for, for a bailout, a bipartisan bailout from, from Washington, I mean, come on. That's not happening. Blake, we appreciate it, buddy. Have a good weekend. Thanks, Blake. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Blake Topmeyer of the USA Today Sports Network. When we come back, let's get into the list. We'll do that during hour number two. Stick around. You're listening to Giannotto and Jeffrey, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state that you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement of BetMGM and get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. Let's get on the list. Giannato and Jeffrey keep a list of the stories and people they need to talk about. Being on the list can be a good or bad thing. Listen to find out who made it and why. This is The List. You just made the list! On Giannato and Jeffrey on 92.9 FM ESPN. Tiger basketball. You just made the list. All right, Jeffrey. Big game down at FedEx Forum tomorrow, 1 p.m. tip. Memphis looking for revenge against Tulane. And then you also got, along with the game, Lorenzen Wright's jersey retirement, number 55, going to the rafters. And it's Larry Finch bobblehead day. Yeah. Um, so, a bit, you know, bit nice. it'll be a big event. I believe the way uh, Penny described it today he said, um, with Lorenzen's uh, with Lorenzen's jersey going up and bobblehead day for Larry Finch. Quote: You can't get a better day than that being the Tigers coach. So, um, and then you know, ultimately Tulane doesn't. Over the years, Memphis has played them a lot. Usually, does not get you excited for the game. But I think one this year's Tulane team is pretty good. Two, they beat you in at Tulane. Like, this is a pretty good Tulane team, ultimately. And I think it'll be, uh, you know, 
it's an important game. You don't want to get swept by Tulane. Like, I think there's probably also some mental gymnastics, too, where, you know, it's been a while since you felt like there was a big game. This also yeah. feels like it's you It's certainly can, on another level than the last Correct, two. and it feels like you can kind of pump yourself up. It's the first one since that Cincinnati game. The first one in two weeks. Yeah. You know, like that Cincinnati no, like, game. We, we talked about it. Even if Cincinnati's not good, the jerseys still matter. And it was on the road, yeah. and, you know, Cincinnati's— Again, I group Tulane in the same category as Cincinnati— Probably gonna finish. Probably gonna be one of the teams that gets a buy in the first round of the AAC tournament. Like this, this is one of the top five teams in the league. Tulane. I mean, it's Houston, Memphis. I think, and then you've got Tulane, Temple, UCF, and Cincinnati. And I'd probably put, you know, and I don't know. That, that's your top six in the league. And yeah, really I think if you made me bet on odd man out, Temple? like no well, Temple's got a good conference. No, I record. think right now it's UCF. It's UCF. They've lost a few games since. Yeah, they, since they they. It's funny they beat Memphis and kind of have that was like the high point. They've kind of yeah. lulled since then. Whereas Memphis loses that game. That was kind of the low point. They've kind of surged since then. Um, and so, but an interesting matchup at at FedEx Forum. Uh, no Malcolm Dandridge. There was an expectation last week when Penny last spoke that it uh, looked like they were gearing up to have him ready for this two-lane game, but Penny said today uh, he is not ready to go yet. It's not a setback. Mm. It's just uh, he's on his time. You know, like, they, you know, ultimately uh, mm. they want to make sure he's playing when he's ready. You know, ultimately, like, Pen- you know, Penny has done this in the past. Like, he's not going to force you to play. Ultimately, you're going to have to tell him, that you're good to go. Yeah, that's probably fair. I did take note though. Do you have the do you have the do you have Munz's quote about Ayla? Well, so here's the quote about Malcolm. I don't think we'll have Malcolm back. No setback. That's just the pace that he's going right now with his rehab, and we're just being patient. Mm-hmm. Do you have the Ayla quote? Um, and Penny went on to say, just waiting on him to say, "Okay, coach, I feel better. I'm ready." That's on Malcolm. On Ayla, Ayla's starting to look really good. He's been off the crutches for a while. He's not limping. He's out on the court doing things, so he's on schedule. There you go. Yes. I got one guy that will do everything to get back. Got another that, uh, you know, not a setback. We'll wait till he tells us he's yeah, ready. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well. The other one, we got to you know, we gotta tell him to get off his feet. They didn't have Malcolm in the first game either um, yeah. against Tulane. I mean, the key with Tulane is they play that matchup zone – that they force you to shoot. Yeah, that kind of threw off Memphis a little bit down in Tulane. But they always, I mean, like, if you look at Tulane, Tulane is a good team at home, and Memphis has struggled to win at well, at Tulane over the years. And we've also talked about it. It's a weird spot on the schedule. It's always, like, New Year's Day or, like, New Year's Eve. I don't know. It just always falls on that weird part of the schedule, and it's down there. And, yeah, it's not exact. That's That's the other problem with the American that we've talked about. It's not super easy to go on the league, uh, go on the road in the league and win. Yeah, you don't really get any credit for it. Yeah, but I think if they play the way they've played the last three games, Cincinnati, SMU, uh, Tulsa, they'll win this game. It's at home. I they've mean, got the, they've got the nation's third longest home winning streak at this point. If history's any indicator, this will be a tight game for like thirty minutes, and mm-hmm. then they'll pull away and win by ten. Been kind of this. That's been the most popular game script they've had this year. Yeah, yeah. And again, it's all like very. It's great. It's also like you know, stressful. It's it's stressful, but 
they're making you know listen they've got a chance here i think we we talked about their you know the grizzlies are the drama team and they're mm-hmm. you know whatever if you said boring at one point i don't know if i'd call them boring but they're Refre- certainly not sexy like the grizzlies are refreshingly boring yes refreshingly <laughs> yes refreshingly boring is the way to put it but i do think if they can win these next 4 and go to that Houston game 21 and f- like there'll be a lot of juice going into that game like they can create Mark, some excitement right here. Mark's even marked his calendar for a ranked first rank game. Yes, because those are the only games could that be, matter. Could be a ranked first rank mm-hmm, game. Yeah, it could be a. You are absolutely yeah. right. That would definitely make Mark's games of the weekend. <laughs> ranked first rank matters. Ugh, no, it, it matters. No, it doesn't. Got to have those numbers next to it. No, it doesn't. You're telling me when you just flip on the TV and you, you don't, if it's like a game you don't, you're not like invested in. Mm-hmm. It has no impact on me. Brands matter to me. Okay, all right. I guess that's fair. Like I, I want to know. Like, like you don't, you don't care about like the, like when it's Iowa State, Kansas State, and they're ranked care. first ranked. Don't like, care. That's, you would. You're Does more nothing for you're, me. You're more. But like, here's what I'd say. Aren't you more likely to watch it than if they, you know, it was like Iowa State was 24 and Kansas State was unranked, or Iowa State was 13 and Kansas State was unranked, or vice versa? No, I'm more likely to watch Tennessee, Florida. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, I mean, the rankings are so volatile and they don't matter. Don't, like, they're so arbitrary. Yeah, but it matters to fans. Well, like, it matters. Memphis fans care about whether Memphis is ranked or not. I mean, where it matters, where it matters, in my opinion, is scrolling to find the information on the app. That's <laughs> true. It's harder to find yeah, them when they're not ranked. Exactly. No AP. Fo- no AP photographers Correct, when exactly. you're not, when you're unranked. Yeah. No AP cover. AP yeah. doesn't cover. I can't find too. stock photos. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, should be uh, should be an interesting game. High, I bet you it'll be a high scoring game tomorrow. Tulane scores a lot. Memphis scores a lot. I think Ken Palm has it like eighty five seventy seven. Yeah, to your point. Yeah, eighty five seventy seven. Yeah, that sounds about right. So on the U, on, it's on ESPNU. At one o'clock tomorrow. This is like a big. This feels like it's the first big college basketball weekend. Because it's like there's no, yeah, there's they no fill it up because there's no football. Yeah, no and football. And the next weekend's Super Bowl weekend. Yeah. yeah. They play on Super Bowl Sunday, the the Tigers. Yuck. Yeah, 11 a.m. tip. Okay, well, then that's fine. Yeah, 11 a.m. tip. They're playing Temple at home on Super Bowl Sunday, um, but 11 a.m. All right, Jaron Jackson Jr. You just made the list. He also made the all-star team, Jeffrey. We didn't talk about this at the top much. Um, a surprise, I think. He was probably the, you know, out of the, all the Western Conference guys, I'm not saying, I think he was deserving. Um, but at the same time, it was surprising, I think. Yeah, I was trying to think about this. What's the last thing where it was a pleasant surprise? You're like, oh, okay. Good for him. Um, I don't know. Pleasant surprise? <sighs> like, you know what was, you know what, I mean, maybe this isn't totally right. Like, just how the whole Mike Conley, Marc Gasol deconstruction went, like that offseason. You know, like I thought that was going to be a lot more. Uh, and like even in the moment you go, this is going remarkably well. They're getting a lot for these for these yeah, two guys. The problem, the problem, I don't I don't disagree with your sentiment. The problem with that is like that was a long Yeah, no, it process. wasn't just, it wasn't just I'm talking one, like one event. Maybe like the Conley trade. Like they got more in the Conley trade than I thought. I think that's, now, yeah, that's actually not a bad one. Like when you think like, about yeah, it, yeah, you're like, damn, that's kind of a haul. Like when you think about it, compared to like OG Ananobi, who's a 25 year old, like presumably a starter on the Grizzlies, 
uh, if he came if here. If he's going to get three first-round picks, he better be a starter. Like Conley, who was an aging, you know, about to be past his prime point guard, you got, what, multiple first-round picks and second-round picks, plus, like, Grayson Allen. Yeah. Although, you, you know, you didn't get anything for Grayson. It, it, in retrospect, it was kind of crazy that they, like, gave away Grayson Allen. I know they yeah. needed to make room, but, like, they couldn't get anything. I remember they got that Sam Merrill guy who they ended up, who was, like, here. Didn't for- they get a second out of it? I think they got a second okay. out of it. All right. well, I think also, my suspicion is also uh, they got some good PR in the sense that I think Grayson asked to be traded because it was clear that they were going with Desmond. Mm-hmm. And I think you do that to, like, do right by the player. I think I think there was that. But, I mean, in terms of the actual, like, what did it yield? No, I agree with you. It didn't yield very much. Yeah. But And then didn't they get, like, Kyle Korver, too, who they ended up spinning off for something else? And they got a lot. That, that, and when we talked about it, that deal led to, like, 29 different <laughs> deals. Yeah. But I would say just maybe that one. But I think you're right. Like, this was a really pleasant surprise that Jaron makes, makes it as reserve. The Grizzlies are the only team in the West – to have multiple All Stars, I believe. I think this that's year. correct. Yeah, it's the first time in franchise history they're going to have multiple All Stars because obviously John Morant made it as well. Um, and uh, he becomes the fourth Grizzly to make an All Star game. Fourth, yeah. Okay. Um, Pal, Pal, Zebo, Mark, Ja, fifth. 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 I'm sorry. Yes. Fifth player. Sorry. Yeah. Um, By the way, Pal's playing in Pebble Beach. Oh, good for him. Watching a seven foot one guy play golf is a fascinating experience. Yeah, get some custom clubs. Yeah, but it's also just like, he, like when he's just so much taller than everyone there. It's very interesting. Did you have any issues? Like some of the notable snubs. Like people are, if people are complaining mm. about Jaron Jackson Jr. Mm. being on it, being on the team, mm. and I do think, like I don't like the fact that Denver only got one All Star. Not from a like they deserve it or don't deserve it. I think it's going to be a little motivation for those guys. Well, we also talked about it. Like, if you are going to be clearly the clear number one team in a conference, it feels like you should have more than one. So, like, I think they could have a gripe of, like, Aaron Gordon should have been on instead of Jaron Jackson Jr. I don't agree with it, but I could hear that that argument. Yeah, the reason why I was okay with it is – I mean, Jaron has is, been the best defensive player correct. in the league. There are two ends of the floor. And the coaches ultimately voted for it. Correct. It wasn't like this was no, but you media do, or fans. You do make an interesting point of we've already seen the Grizzlies don't exactly have any difficulty getting getting other teams to play against teams them. Teams get pumped to play them. Correct. Man. Yeah. And, and they play Denver twice really quickly coming out of the All-Star break. So I guess the question will be. One home, one away. Will Aaron Gordon make it as a replacement? Yeah. Because, you know, ultimately, like, people are talking about De'Aaron Fox and Anthony Edwards. Well, you're not going to take Jaron Jackson Jr. off for one of those guys. You have to say, tell me which guard should have been off the Western Conference team if those guys, you know, are you going to take off, um, for instance, Lillard or um, Paul George, maybe? I could see, like, he was the weakest perimeter player, it felt yeah. like, Paul George on the in the West. Um Weakest candidate. Weakest candidate. Yeah. Yeah. Just from a number of games played. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. You're not going to take Ja off the team or Shea Gilgis Alexander. Those guys both seem to be no brainers. No, I mean, to me, it seems like injury replacement. None of these guys are injured right now. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the only, that's the only chance. Yeah. So, um, 
Oh, I guess Zion is hurt right now, and you know, I might maybe he doesn't play. Yeah, I could see that happening, and then and then and I can also see where New Orleans doesn't want him to play. Yeah, yeah, fair point. Um, well, congrats to Jaron Jackson Jr. Big moment for the uh, for the franchise. Kyrie Irving, you just made the list. Also an All Star, mm. Jeffrey voted in as a starter. He's now he may be. As someone pointed out he he very well could be the first All Star to get voted in. I guess James Hart uh, to get voted in as playing for one team and then showing up in a different team's jersey All at right. the All Star game because he has requested a trade again All from right. the Brooklyn Nets after apparently extension talks broke down. I feel like we're solo today, mm-hmm. but. This is the classic of, like, I really hate our business. Mm. How was this any different than what we do this summer? Mm-hmm. He asked for a trade this summer. They said, no, we've, you, have a, you have a contract, you're under contract, you're going to play, and we're going to try this one more time. Well, How is this any different? And yeah, Other it, than it appears his stepmom texted everybody. Yeah, and one, and people really going. His stepmom uh, is his agent, by the way. It is. It feels like the three teams everyone is bringing up are the Lakers, the Suns, and the Mavericks as where he could go. And the question is, and it's the same. Well, the uh, to your is, point, is the question, Brooklyn going to trade him? And the answer is, well, at this point, no. Well, I think they'd trade him if you traded them a lot of stuff. But I don't think they're going to run into the same issue they did this offseason. Correct. No one trusts Kyrie and is going to be willing to trade a bunch of stuff for him. Now, with that being said, He's been pretty damn good this year. No, yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> no, and that's why. If, listen, you have to deal with a little PR, but I mean, if no one's willing, if he's no, really fun in the hoop. If no one's willing to trade a bunch of stuff for him, isn't Brooklyn? If you're not going to ultimately be able to get a package, if you're trading Kyrie to me and you're Brooklyn, you're going. We need to get a package back that will convince Kevin Durant to remain content in Brooklyn. Because if we're not getting that back, it's there's no point. We might as well just go. Go for broke for one year with these two guys, which is what they decided in the offseason. We're just going to go for broke one for one more year with these two guys. What has changed? If anything, I think when, when you, you could s- say Kyrie's, Kyrie's stock is probably – it's still not very high, but it's a little higher than it was this offseason because he's been so good. Like, at least you know for sure, oh, this is still one of the top ten players in the NBA because that's what he's been this year. Yeah, but I see – I understand that. I don't think this is a value proposition, though, for them. Mm-hmm. I think they've already said what they value, and they what they value is trying to win yeah. this year. Yeah, and they know that it's not going to be. And like, really, is is Kyrie going to call? Is it going to be that dramatic if you keep him the rest of the year? Any more dramatic than it already oh, is say, with Kyrie? Does this even you know crack I mean? the top ten of bad Kyrie teammate moments? Like, at least this is like normal stuff. Yeah, this he's, is he's this requesting is, a trade. And, correct. I mean, I guess it gets a little awkward in that, like he, like he doesn't. He's t- basically telling his teammates, "I don't want to be here." Right, but he told them that this summer, <laughs> and so Kevin Durant. Right. So how is that? I don't understand. At least then you could say, "Well, we were struggling. Well, I, I, we lost in the playoffs. We struggled last year." Um, although mostly it was because Kyrie wasn't there for most of the season. But no, I, I, I'm with you. I don't think this all seems much like the OG Ananobi to the Grizzlies thing, like that. Transparently, the OG Ananobi thing seems to be driven almost exclusively exclusively by Toronto trying to get what they want for OG Ananobi. Correct. This seems very transparently being completely driven by Kyrie's camp, and like until the Nets give us an indication that they actually want to trade Kyrie, right. 
Nothing this has changed. Yeah, this isn't really as big a deal as it seems. I guess you could make the argument maybe time is more urgent for Dallas right now and maybe Dallas will make a better offer, but I still don't think that change. Brooklyn has decided they want to try to win this year. Well, people seem to think Phoenix is going to make a move at the deadline. Like they know, like they're in the position that everyone keeps trying to put the Grizzlies in position in that position. No one's talking about the Suns. Everyone's talking about the Grizzlies. And people are trying to push this narrative that the Grizzlies need to make some significant move. I think it's like the opposite with the Suns. My my feeling with well, the, the Suns, Suns is do people have aren't a player. Really, the, they do have a player literally sitting in Atlanta. Yeah, people aren't really talking about it. But like I think they view the Suns view it as we need to maybe get you know, go do something significant. Now it sounds like Devin Booker is coming back soon, um, but they uh, I don't know this this Kyrie thing feels a little feels a little thin. Feels a little thin. Feels like he's still going to be on Brooklyn after the deadline. All right. And he'll be a free agent this year. I got one. Okay. Colin Cowherd. You just made the list. Did you see his take today? Mark Harris, who's at OutKick. Uh, Mark's been on the show before. Cowherd, he's got a Romo take. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. So you know how Colin has his Colin has like his life rules? Okay. Yeah, like he'll like I always do this. Like this is a rule I have. Like he'll he'll do that move. Well, his new rule apparently, or a revelation of a mm. new rule he has is whenever he's hiring someone, I love golf. Do you love golf? And if they say they play golf, he doesn't hire them. Oh. Here was where Kyle was really cooking with gas. He connected it to Romo. Romo's playing as too if, much golf. As if Romo just started playing golf. Like, like all of a sudden Romo. Well, you can say this is why he didn't win a Super Bowl. Correct. Like, this is like all of a sudden Plays why, too much golf. Why Romo? Why Romo? It's like, Colin, you know he played in college, right? Like he was a college football player and golfer. Like this is nothing. This is nothing new. Like he was playing golf beforehand. So but, this is why he stinks as an announcement. But that's it. Played too much golf. Well, I feel like Cowherd is floating. Cowherd's on a high right now because the first for the first time in a while he did he was ahead of everyone on the Sean Payton Denver Broncos thing. He yeah, clearly that's had true. whether it was yeah. Payton or Payton's I, agent. I think it was Payton. Someone was feeding him were, all the information on that, and everyone doubted. Yes, everyone was is, like, "Why would Payton go to the he's Broncos right now?" He's like, "This is the first time in a while he's been like ahead of the ahead of the game on a story." And he's yeah, been at that Fox Studio. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's probably exactly what it is. Ah, uh, I didn't even think about him riding high because he's on a he's he's yeah, on he a got the Peyton thing. He he's, got the pay, everyone and people doubted him too. People oh, were like, yeah, the like, Denver well, media no were like, this isn't happening. No, no, no Peyton no, wouldn't do that. No, and he's like, I'm talking. Yeah, uh, he wants to rescue Russell Wilson. I kind of want Colin to have. I want. I need Colin to kind of have a resurgence. He's fine. I, I I've never hated him. I've never loved him. The only problem I have with him right now is he acts as if what he said yesterday has no bearing on what he says today. Mm. Like he can literally, he could. It's like fifty first dates. Correct. He wakes exactly. up he every single day. Yes, nothing. At, forgets no, what happened the day but before. It is a great way to live. You never have to hold yourself accountable. <laughs> <laughs> that that I, was that seems to me to I be like said, I never said that I've, I've told you Jim Harbaugh's a great coach, great coach. <laughs> uh, he took, took the Niners to the Super Bowl. It's good off. All right, we come back. We'll get you ready. Uh, we'll pick our best games of the weekend. What you sh- what we'll be watching. What you should be watching. You're listening 
to the Giannato and Jeffrey Show on 92.9 of MESPN. It's Gabe time. Gabe Kuhn. Lineman. Badass. Friend. Gabe Kuhn was one of the great little trivial nuggets in all of football bios. His grandfather was the inventor of the Easy Bake Oven. The Gabe Kuhn Show, weekdays 4 till 7 p.m., starting on Monday at 4 p.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN. Consumer investigator Andy Wise here. I've covered my share of disasters, and I can tell you the people of ServiceMaster by Cornerstone are the experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. They use all modern methods to repair the damage, be it a home gutted by fire or a five-story commercial building racked by storm damage, with a laser focus on getting your home or commercial building back to normal. ServiceMaster by Cornerstone has the respect of risk insurance adjusters and emergency contractors it will save your business or home make the wise choice for disaster cleanup service master by cornerstone it's howie from robert Irwin jewelers don't make it difficult this year get to robert Irwin jewelers and buy her diamonds spend 99 dollars or more and get a dozen free roses and a box of chocolates bigger brighter diamonds free financing robert Irwin jewelers or online at rijewelers.com while supplies last we're here with Jennifer Carsonson, real estate expert from the Live Love Memphis Group at the Real Estate Agency. What would you say about a potential buyer who's on the fence about renting or buying? In Q4, investors don't buy as much. They're holding their inventory. Why? Because people don't rent as often in the winter. So the people that had saved their money, that had gotten beat out by offers, now is that time. Jen, how can someone find out more? For those folks to just have a conversation with a realtor that they trust, a lender that they trust, to figure out if the plan is still viable for them to buy a house. And there's ways that we can work with people who are in leases. There's buyout clauses. I mean, there's all kinds of different options for folks. If you think that you're stuck in a lease until spring or summer, that might not be the case. Whether you're buying or selling, you need Jennifer Carsonson in the Live Love Group at the Real Estate Agency, 901-625-5200, or email them at sold at livelovememphis.com. That's 901-625-5200 or sold at livelovememphis.com. Secrets, cover-ups, and strange phenomena. UFOs and ideas that challenge reality itself. My name is George Knapp. I dig into news stories that others can't or won't. I'm Jeremy Corbell, and for some reason, people tell me things they probably shouldn't. And this is Weaponized. Weaponized. Follow and listen to Weaponized, the presentation of Jeremy Corbell, George Knapp, Dark Horse Entertainment, and Cadence 13 Studios. Available now for free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your shows. I studied Spanish in college and never got fluent. But then I tried Babbel. Want the most effective way to learn another language? In just 15 minutes a day, Babbel's bite-sized lessons will have you learning another language in as little as three weeks. Babbel gets you speaking quickly about things you actually talk about in the real world. University studies have shown that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a semester of college Spanish. If you want to learn a new language, there's no better way than Babbel. Go to Babbel.com to try Babbel for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. When people have a craving to explore new and traditional Asian cuisines, they head to P.F. Chang's, where scratch-made dishes come from the 2,000-year-old tradition of wok cooking. P.F. Chang's wanted to explore new possibilities for their website. They turned to AmericanEagle.com. AmericanEagle.com re-architected P.F. Chang's website, integrating multiple third-party systems to create a unified digital experience. The results? Improved page speed and performance, personalized content based on users' location, intuitive online ordering, and increase in 
in organic search visibility and a 40% increase in new users. For scratch-made Asian cuisine, visit your local P.F. Chang's or go to pfchangs.com for website design, development, digital marketing, and hosting that produce efficiency, revenue, and results. Visit AmericanEagle.com. P.F. Chang's and AmericanEagle.com. Another example of the best businesses in the world. Turning to the best in the business for websites, go to AmericanEagle.com or call 877-WEBNOW1. That's 877-WEBNOW1. Giannato and Jeffrey broadcast live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. The Giannato and Jeffrey Show on Memphis's Sports Station, 92.9 FM, ESPN. It's that, it's that, it's the weekend, I said it earlier, it's the weekend when like college basketball really starts here, Jeffrey, coming I'm up. sorry, I'm just, I'm just in a little, little spin doctors little right spin now. Little spin doctors, yeah. Well, yeah. It's a classic. I don't think they had another song. Yeah, they did. Two Princes and then oh, uh, yeah. Little Miss, uh, well, no, Two Princes and then, uh, That's right. they had two hits. Because remember, they were like the jam band that decided to go pop. Mm. That was like their little, uh, well. Yeah, yeah, uh, if you. Want to call me, baby? That yeah, one. you're right. That's them, too. Go ahead now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's a big college basketball weekend, mm. I feel like, because NFL's off. Yeah, this feels – I was just looking at the slate, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to lose a lot of money on college basketball this weekend. That's what's going to happen. Well, the remarkable thing to me is, like, usually I know exactly when – like, do Carolina's tomorrow, and, like, college game day is going to be there, but, like, doesn't it not feel like – it doesn't feel as big a deal. Maybe – I mean – both teams are not ranked. Unranked versus unranked game. There's no way it can be a big game. I wonder when the last time Duke and Carolina played when they were both unranked. It's probably been a while. Uh, what about the COVID year? Mm, that's a good. Point. Oh, the, did did Chishevsky shut the season down before they had to lose to him? I feel like the COVID year. Carolina see, people have already good. written about it. Let's see here. Um, but yeah, they played tomorrow. It just didn't didn't have the same juice. When, like you'd be thinking about this from a you like this would be Coach K playing UNC for the first time since they like just took out his soul so, yeah, in the Final no, Four. This yeah. would be a big deal. To now you. you could also make the argument though that wouldn't have his soul. You know what I mean? Like in the end, part of part of what was so amazing about the Final Four game was literally it ended his career. So here it is: the last time that happened in a season not affected by a pandemic. Okay, so you're right. That, the pandemic year, they were both unranked. But last time before that was February 27th, 1960. So it's happened two. This is the second time since 1960. Was the sport even integrated then? <laughs> Duke I'm and dead, No, I'm being dead serious. Yeah, probably. Certainly not fully. I mean, what year was the YouTube? What was Glory Road? That was in the 50s, right? I couldn't remember if it was the 50s or early 60s. So, yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess. But yeah, the sport clearly was not fully integrated. Excuse me, 1966 was that game. Okay, so yeah. no. Yeah, no, not quite. No, not quite. Like no. Years. It was half a decade away. Yeah. From even having the sport integrated. So there you go. It, it has rarely happened like this. That's Saturday. Are you going to watch it? Five thirty tip. Let's see what else is on at that point. Um. All right. Your so six o'clock tips. The, the five. The five o'clock window is. They've loaded the. They've loaded. You know, college basketball is an afternoon sport, especially once you get to February. 
There's some games at night, especially on the weekend. Well, you know, that's when teams want to host. It's one of my favorite games to bet every year. Duke Carolina? No, Gonzaga at St. Mary's. Oh, because everyone but overvalued. I got, and yeah. especially now, St. Mary's been playing yeah. well lately. But I got burned last year. Oh, okay. But in fairness, though, it's one of those bets that's like, I've won it like 11 straight times. The fact that I lost last year, I'm still net positive. Well, and I do think the two local games, you've got Tigers against Tulane, like we mentioned, Saturday at 1 o'clock. And then Grizzlies-Raptors on Sunday at 5. I mean, it feels like every game right now for the Grizzlies, there's you know, a certain amount of pressure attached to it because they've been struggling so much. Well, and also, Mark, at that same time when, time mm-hmm. frame, mm-hmm. we got the Bruce Pearl Bowl. Mm. That's, that's, there's a, there's that's a, Saturday, right? That's ranked first rank. Yeah. But during the, Tigers, during the Tigers game at 1 o'clock, you got Auburn and UT. Mm. Tennessee trying to bounce back from that loss to Florida. Now, I know you, this is, I'm sure this game made your list. Mm-hmm. We got a ranked versus ranked college basketball game tipping off at 2 p.m. on the ACC network. Number 23, Miami at number 20, Clemson. That's got to be on your list. Hey, It's rank versus rank. So we're at Little John? Uh, yes, we oh, are at Little hey, John. Little, that's, that's a tough place to play in February. So When's when, the last when Clemson's time, good. When is the last time they put a cent into that place? Oh, they, they did. Not that long ago, actually. They were like 10 thought, years ago. They renovated eh, it. I thought since Dabo's gotten there, they're not allowed to put a cent into it. Well, it was the early Dabo years. I remember ah. when it happened because they moved the, the – used to have great press seating mm. at Clemson. Used to sit courtside. Yeah. And then when they did the renovation, got, 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 bumped, got up, bumped up top. Got bumped up Those, bumped up those sight lines weren't good yeah, anymore. It was like 10 years ago they did, a, they did a renovation to Little John. So it was probably right at the beginning where they were pouring money into, uh, into the football program. Um, Purdue, Indiana, that's another ranked first ranked game. Uh, Texas, they Kansas renovated State. in 2016, apparently. Okay. Yeah. All right, good for It was that. going on before that, though. But, yeah, yeah. It, was, uh, it was one of those multi-year deals. But, um, yeah, there's that. Um, yeah, we got, we got Purdue, Indiana. Yeah, Purdue, Indiana. Oh, is that it, was that an assembly or is that in, uh, in West I believe Lafayette? It's in, I believe it's in Bloomington, I believe. Man, one of my favorite things because I'm, cool I'm now getting I'm now getting back into college basketball shape. Man, there's nothing like the Purdue student section. Oh, yeah. It is just a sausage the paint fest. bucket or whatever it's but called. But it's right? just a sausage fest. There's just dudes. <laughs> well, it's engineering dudes. Yeah, it's just engineering like, dudes. Every time it's like, God, there's so many dudes at that school. Purdue is like, I mean, it's an engineering like, school. Could you imagine that has to be CBS producers' worst nightmare because their go-to move is find the hot chicks, like just do it, and then just. Crowd shots are just nothing but hot chicks, but then they go to Purdue. It's like, well, what do we do? They took our they took our offense. We we can't we can't run anything. <laughs> um, there's also have you heard this story revolving around the Illinois Iowa game? So you just told around. me this. This is great. So the Illinois student section is called the Orange Crush. Pretty good student section, if I from my ears. Um, every year, apparently, they pick a game where they're going to travel, you know, go on the go road. Go on the road. Go on the road. And they picked Iowa for this year. And I guess it's like, it was like, I don't know if, it's, if the right way to call it is like nonprofit organization day or whatever. Like, But it was like they were giving discounted tickets, Iowa, to organizations that were like, you know, truly nonprofit Correct. organizations, Correct. whatever. And Community so, outreach groups. Yes. Yes. And so Illinois... 200 Illinois students. So they fir- the, the reason this story got out is because they bought tickets to the game as a group. And then, like, earlier this week, Iowa reached out to them and gave them their money back but said, we're not letting you come to the game. Correct. So this they, is- they did the geolocator, which was so popular now. 
Like, this is big in the NFL when uh, for Rams games. Mm-hmm. And well, really well that's not games. why they took him away. It's why ultimately, it's why it's why the this could have been our tell your story. Illinois, this is why Illinois students said it happened. They said it was because like they found out where they were from and they took them away because they didn't want you know Illinois students there. And then this became such a big, this gained so much traction because these students put out like a formal statement and stuff. Iowa then had to come back and explain. No, no, no. What actually happened is this is like these were discounted tickets. <laughs> they committed fraud <laughs> for like you know they they apparently the Orange Crush presented themselves as a boys and girls club. Well, in it, the from the Champagne area. Yes or no, Mark? These there are boys said, and girls in it. And is it not a club? No. They have shirts. But yes or no? So that is why Iowa revoked the tickets and said they gave them to a Cedar Rapids Iowa boys and girls club to use. But um, it's become a big thing ahead of this uh, Illinois-Iowa game. The Orange Crush, crush barred from – what is it called? Not Kinnick. No, Kinnick's, Kinnick's the football Carver-Hawkeye Arena. There you That's go. what it's called. Carver-Hawkeye Arena. I was, did we ever figure out, is the two biggest polar opposites of a football program and a basketball program Iowa? Like, Iowa's football program refuses to play offense. And Iowa's basketball program – refuses to play defense. Like, does anyone have, like, that kind of... Well, I think the basketball one has only developed in recent years. Yeah, it's a McCaffrey thing, clearly, but, yeah. like, I don't know, man. Like, it, it's always jarring. I like when things... I like when identities are consistent. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, you're the tough... You're boring to watch. I guess I guess now we have to say Tennessee. Tennessee's, yeah. <laughs> Tennessee football, fun to watch. Tennessee basketball, miserable to watch. But both really good. But both successful now. Yeah. So what's the game you're most looking forward to? The we also got, by the way, a special. They've moved LeBron the LeBron mm. Lakers game against New Orleans to ESPN two Saturday at six o'clock because he's only sixty three points away from so, Kareem. I forgot to mention this to you. You know my new favorite take. Uh, some of the the true like actual heroes on the internet, like the true watchdogs out there. The people that I respect the most are the uh the LeBron haters. Like when they just anytime LeBron like they'll just just start like immediately cheapening his championships, whatnot. Have you seen the new narrative about breaking the breaking of the record? LeBron has like tw- over twenty two hundred threes. Mm. Kareem only has one. Uh, that was uh. I was like, God, that is good stuff. That's just he's gonna literally become the all time le- is there ever been an all-time great that people try to just absolutely yeah. diminish like him? Like it is part of it. Like that makes it fun, actually. <laughs> yeah, but his next three games are all have all been moved to national television. But I was thinking about this. Do you care about this record? Because I found myself. Oh, I think it's I, a big one. I no, think it's a big one. But my point is, are are you following the chase? I will over the next three games. Yes, like like yes, I think I will. I'll, I will want to be watching when he breaks I, it. I am not in the camp of saying this record means nothing. Yeah. But my point is, the chase itself means absolutely nothing. Does this is this one where like if he when he breaks it, do they stop the game? Like how do no, you I, do, how do you handle this? Well, it's LeBron. He's going to stop the game. Yeah. Like yeah yeah. He'll, you think the game will there'll be a temporary stop in the and game? And if there's not, he'll call timeout and stop the game. <laughs> uh, but yeah, his their Tuesday game against the Thunder got moved to TNT. In case he breaks it then. Well, and I, was I believe to be, their Thursday game was already on TNT. When was the last time 
I don't remember. Maybe maybe it was the pandemic. When was the last time the NBA was on ESPN two? Yeah, I don't know. What could they? I guess they couldn't move well, the Duke yeah, Carolina they, game. Yeah, well, no, that game's at five thirty. Yeah, but this game's at six. The so there you go. But yeah. I mean, I assumed it was all contractual because ESPN has college basketball on Saturdays. Yeah. No, but uh, I think this is special. The NBA has like made it a point. They want the LeBron. You know these these games where he could break it. They want them on national TV. Like they've been moving around the schedule to make sure the whole, you know, the entire country can watch LeBron break the record. Yeah, which I think is smart. Afterwards, so Duke, North Carolina is five thirty, and then at seven thirty they have Florida and Kentucky. Yeah. So, um, what game are you most looking forward to? With no football, this is a big. This is like the first time in a while I've not been able to know what game you're looking forward to the most. I think, don't you have to say Grizzlies Raptors because of the circumstances? Yeah. Especially like if Dylan plays, you know. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it'll be our first time since the nut shot heard around the world <laughs> against his hometown team. Yeah. And and maybe with OG Ananobi in the building. Certainly not playing. <laughs> it sounds like but, not playing. Mark, it's a wrist. <laughs> Those they, are very serious. It's a wrist injury. Yeah, and they're trying to trade him. But it's nothing serious, but he's out the rest Correct. of the road trip. Correct. <laughs> that was literally can't, what they said. Can't risk it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I might go with that. I mean, Duke, usually it's Duke Carolina for me, but, like, not ranked versus ranked. <sighs> not a lot of juice this year. Coach K, like you're, you're gonna miss. Co- this is like one of those first moments where it kind of, you know, you you yeah, have to admit you he, miss Coach K. He's, he's You'd gonna, be loving to hate this game. He's, he's gonna spoil it for me because he's year. not gonna be there. He's either. not even gonna show up. And like I, I would have a a very tasteful five minute highlight reel. Of, well, you'd love it if he showed oh up to that God, one. God, yeah. Well, there's no way he's gonna show up. They, not to this first. They one. They murdered him in not cold to, blood. Yeah, not to this first one. He that it's flashbacks. Well, not only that, he literally the Brotherhood. He invited back. All of his closest friends and family to watch him beat North Carolina one more time, and he didn't do it. What well, is it? Is also the game after literally probably maybe the greatest in terms of stakes, the greatest Duke Carolina game of all time. Oh, the it's never yeah. been yeah 100%. like Coach Case. Yeah, you know, so yeah. it's like all, automatically it was going to be a letdown from that. Correct after the curtain call. Yeah, which was just God. Those two days. Those were two of the greatest days of my life as a fan. <laughs> Like, as a human being on this planet, those were two of the greatest days of my you, life. You, you kind of extended it into two weeks, oh. I feel like. Well, no, but remember, no, I remember, don't you remember when they were rolling through? Remember how depressed I got during the yeah. tournament? Because, like, they looked so good. Like, yeah. I was just like, and then the only thing that lifted my spirits was, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There could be a meeting in New Orleans. Yeah. And a true, a and true, a, stor- a true historic. A story was Send told. the man out. Send the man out the right way. A story, and that was a story. A win was, for good. A story was good told. over evil. Let's tell our story and get out of here. You're listening to the Giannato and Jeffrey Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. Like a boss, it's the Gabe Kuhn Show. Weekdays from 4 p.m. till 7 p.m. Live on Memphis' sports station, 92.9 FM ESPN. I like to create a situation where it feels like you're talking to your buddy. It's Gabe time, Memphis. What we do is a gig. It involves saying the truth, even when the truth is hard to hear. The Gabe Kuhn Show. Weekdays 4 till 7 p.m. Starting on 
Monday at 4 p.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN. Brought to you by the Tennessee Lottery. Stop by any Tennessee Lottery retailer and play today. Struggling to land a tech job even though you have a degree in the field? Maybe you're already working in IT but feeling stuck? Many employers value IT candidates who hold certifications because they're more knowledgeable, confident, and reliable. Cybersecurity Institute at Lab 4 can help give you a competitive edge. As an accredited nonprofit training provider with over 15 years of experience, Cybersecurity Institute at Lab 4 offers hands-on certification training with a focus on building your tech career. Call today at 901-261-1111. That's 901-261-1111. Where are my dogs at? Join us this Saturday at 7 p.m. when the Memphis Hustle play the Delaware Bluecoats for the Hustle and Hounds Night. Bring your furry friends and enjoy the wiener dog races at halftime. For tickets, visit memphishustle.com or call 901-888-HOOP. Rocky Carrington, live on stage. Any man that thinks he's going to run off and find him some little 30-something who's 50 years old, good luck with that. They're a lot of fun, but eventually you have to talk to them. That's when the breakdown begins. So what do you want to do with your life? Just travel. Travel the world. You work at Arby's, probably going to be a while. Saturday, June 17th, Horseshoe Casino, Tunica. Buy tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Must be 21 or older to attend event or gamble. No one to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Howie, for Valentine's Day, we always want jewelry, but we expect the chocolate and the roses, too. Well, at Robert Irwin Jewelers, we've got all three for you. Spend $99 or more, and you're going to get free box of chocolates and a dozen roses. If you want a diamond heart necklace and a gold rose, only $149. Plus, you're going to get a dozen roses and a box of chocolates while supplies last. I don't expect any less from you guys. Why go anywhere else? It's Valentine's Day at Robert Irwin Jewelers. I don't know. Free financing, five locations or online at rijewelers.com. What would you do with an extra $700 million in your pocket? Think about it while you hurry in to any Tennessee Lottery retailer and play Powerball today for your chance to win big. The next drawing is tomorrow night. Recent weather taking a toll on your roof? A-Team Roofing has you covered, literally, with their 24-hour tarp service to stop further damage. I pity the fool that doesn't check out our online reviews. A-TeamRoofers.com Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Wendy's homestyle French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me, did you just say Wendy's French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. I participate in U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. As a Walgreens pharmacist, I talk with people all the time about little tips and tricks for filling their Medicare prescriptions. Like taking advantage of Walgreens 90-day refills to save them a trip. Or using refill by scan, which is super easy and right on your phone. And for anybody worried about prescription costs, I say, hey, we got you with low-cost co-pays on many medications. Let's talk about making things easier. Walgreens is here. Fill your way and save at walgreens.com slash Medicare. See pharmacists for restrictions and exclusions. It's that time on 92.9's Giannato and Jeffrey Show. Where we it was me. 
All right, Mark. For today's Tell Your Story, yeah. we go to, we go to Let's go to back to Chapel Hill. No, we go well, back Durham. to Durham. Durham, yeah. Raleigh, so, Durham, yeah. So the Duke women's basketball team, there's this controversy that's been going on. They lost to Florida State earlier this week in a big game in ACC women's hoops. And subsequently, Kara Lawson, the former Tennessee star, who's now the coach at Duke, uh, said that they part of the reason Duke shot the ball so poorly in that game is that they were using a men's ball instead of a women's ball. Here's what she said. To have a game that at the end of the season could be the difference between a seed, between a title, my players don't deserve that, and neither do their players. It's a complete failure, and you can figure out who the people I'm talking about are that failed the sport in our players in both teams. This would never happen in a men's game. This would never happen. It's embarrassing for our sport. She said that assistant coach Winston Gand, she said her players were complaining about it at halftime after they shot 7 of 34, the size of the ball. By the way, they shot 12 of 38 in the second half. Um, She said assistant coach then went to the scorer's table to inspect the ball. Quote, the table would not change the ball, Lawson said. We then alerted the head official to look at the ball, and he looked at it and changed the ball. We then played the second half with a women's ball. The ACC. No, no, no. You got to get to the best part. This was the money quote. This is the definition of don't tell the story. Tell your story. Let me be clear. Florida State beat us. They beat us playing with a men's ball in the first half and a women's ball in the second half. But I can't say that if we played with a women's ball in the first half and the second half that they would have won. And they can't say that either. That is the definition of don't tell these story. Tell your story. We have concluded through our investigation that it was a men's ball. The conference in Florida State are saying that it wasn't. This is this is like we got to get to the bottom of this. Was there a women's ball or not? First of all, don't they say two eighty five on it? You can tell the difference. Yes, you definitely can. But it's, it's some good storytelling going on there, there go. by t- Kara Lawson. There, there we go. Good stuff. My thanks to Blake Topmeyer for joining the program. If you missed anything, we up on the pro- or up on the podcast shortly after the program ends. For Dennis, for Mark, this is Jeffrey saying thanks for listening. Keep listening. Jr. and Brad coming up next. Winningest lineman ever to play at the University of Memphis. Let's go. But the Grizzlies are in a spot where you, you sort of have to weigh the options between internal development and, and going and making a move to make you better and potentially open that window. You look at the, the last four champions in the NBA, the Raptors had to go get outside help. Somebody needs to block and tackle and host a radio show. From the University of Memphis to your speakers, it's Gabe Kuhn, The Gabe Kuhn Show, weekdays 4 till 7 p.m., starting on Monday at 4 p.m. on 92.9 FM, ESPN, WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett, WMFS Memphis, celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk, always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers, say, play 92.9 ESPN. Life is full of ifs if you see potential in every day if you push for that promotion and even bigger ifs like if you say i do if you can cash flow like a pro and get paid up to two days early if you can safeguard against surprises and supercharge your savings the if in life becomes less iffy regions life banking makes it possible if you're interested let's talk about the if in life Regents Bank embrace the if in life. Regents Bank, member FDIC. Golfers, tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops and go farther and faster with the new G430 Woods and Irons.